0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. This is Mark Joseph Bennett. Mark Joseph Bennett. And I'll tell you, first thing I'll say is that I do this podcast. You know, I, I basically, what I do is because I'm cheap, guys. I'm a cheap mofo. What I do is I, uh, I run a website from WordPress and then I use uh, the Blueberry PowerPress plugin. All right. Now some if you know if you know things about websites, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, you're like, "Shut up, idiot. Talk about something else." But uh I can't be sure who's calling me an idiot and who's with me on this. So I'm just going to keep talking about it. Now I I do that with the Blueberry PowerPress plugin so that I can control my feed. It's very important in the podcast world to control your feed because if someone else controls your feed, then and they screw something up or they make a change then you may lose all your subscribers etc right so i uh i control my feed by doing it that way but i host my actual content on soundcloud cuz that's the cheapest way to do it and i am one cheap son of a bitch it is the cheapest way to do it i can pay like i pay whatever the soundcloud unlimited fee is and i just I host it there and then I just like I, I go to my RRS feed from SoundCloud and I take that MP3 and then I put it in the PowerPress plugin and then so it's hosted on SoundCloud, but they don't have my feed. You see? And it's a good fucking thing I did that. Sorry, I've already started swearing. It's a good fucking thing I did that because it looks like SoundCloud is dead. Anyway, this I you've heard reports of SoundCloud going down before. And uh, if you're listening to this on iTunes or, or something else, like a civilized person, no, it's just that SoundCloud is—it's a different thing. It's kind of like a YouTube for music. It, you know, there's a way to discover other artists. There's a there's a way to interact with people. You can follow people or unfollow people, and uh, you know, and you can just. Kind of type into the search engine shit you're looking for. If you want royalty free music, just type in royalty free music SoundCloud, and then some shit might come up that you can use. And uh, I I think it's good. Like I'm I've met some people, you know. Like I mentioned Red Flannel Radio the other day. That's how I got to him. I just was like, you know, cruising around trying to add people. To my SoundCloud, and hopefully, then they would check me out and add me back, and that's what happened with that guy. Another guy, Langisms. Shout out to Langisms. That's out on SoundCloud. That guy, interesting guy. He, uh, he, he's like a glass. Uh, does glass blowing? I, I, you know, I don't know how to describe it. He makes things out of glass by by blowing it when it's hot. It's, it's something I can't do. I that I can't even explain it. But uh, he's just an interesting guy, just talking about his life. You know, and I, and I came across these guys, like, doing that. Just, so when SoundCloud, if, the, if it does go down, I'm going to miss it, guys. I also love their little player. And I got to their player the way that a lot of people do, especially the comedians, but Bill Burr. Because it looks like Bill Burr, everybody... Associate soundcloud and bill burr because on bill burr's website he actually uses the soundcloud player and other people that he has in his podcast networks they often do the same thing and so bill burr i feel has been one of the major boons for soundcloud even though i think he hosts his his uh feed as i said important to host your own feed i think he hosts that through um one of the other big ones not not blueberry the other one starts with a t or some shit any hoozles. didn't expect to talk about the SoundCloud right off the bat. I had kind of thrown it in there. Maybe I'll maybe I'll title this, uh, SoundCloud is Dead, and then it'll get clicks. The clickbait. Oh, my God. The clickbait, everybody. I'm going to use it to my advantage. I'm going to get upwards of 14 listeners. It's going to be amazing. But, um, I... The thing is, you hear about SoundCloud. It's been hemorrhaging money for years and years. And uh, it's every there's always some story about how it's going to die. But this time, they laid off like 40% of their workforce or something like that. And uh, that doesn't sound good. They were saying they're doing it so that they can actually become profitable. And who knows? Oh, my God, guys. I just had to pause the podcast for like 10 minutes because as long-time listeners of the podcast know, I record it at the Toyota Prius recording studio. I do that in the parking garage of my apartment building. And uh, you listeners also know that I am uh, horrifically embarrassed if anyone sees me doing this. I mean, that that's just that's my personality. And uh, so, of course, a car came in, and he was going to do his little parking thing, and then walk off, you know, like normal people do. And instead, he just, he wanted to back into his space, and he couldn't do it. So we spent a lot of time, and by we, I mean him and I, waiting for him to finish. Just, and then he sat in his car when it was done, turned off the car, and he sat there for an ungodly period of time. Another maybe ten minutes. What, are you recording a fucking podcast in your car? Is it? There's only room for one podcast, buddy, in this parking garage. But you see, here I am, taking time out of my day, waiting for some guy to get in his parking spot because I'm too embarrassed to keep talking because maybe he hears me. And you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of uh, what my friend Steve said when we were at that cabin. Uh, for uh, Last week or two weeks ago, we went to a cabin me and all my close buddies and their families. And, uh, we do this every year or two. We just try to get together. And, uh, you were talking about this type of stuff like performance, you know, he's a, he's a philosophy professor, but he, you know, there's still, there, there are some parallels to our lives. You know, it's, it's still, it's a creative endeavor. You know, you got to put yourself out there. He's got to write papers You know, he's got to teach classes. And, uh, and I was talking about, you know, the old comedy business and how I'm a bit older than a lot of the a lot of the kids these days. The upstarts. And since I'm not a famous comedian, you know, I, I kinda I I find it difficult to go out and uh humiliate myself. I think most people find that difficult. It's just if you know you're a dead man walking, it's like, hey, why don't you show up at this building, and um, just humiliate yourself. Just fucking throw yourself under the bus. Just have a pile of people stare at you with hatred. And uh, that's not... Nobody wants that. And of course, you're not guaranteed that every night. Or, But it's just when you're working on new material, you're working on a new act, then um, you're running that risk. And the thing is, because I I've been doing this a while, a lot of people they they're familiar with me, so I have to go up with a lot of really new stuff, and um and like I'm from a I'm from a different generation. I know that sounds crazy because I'm only 39, but it's true. Comedy has there's been a shift. There was the whole hipster thing. That's 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 over. I watched a fad come and go, you know, like so when I when I started comedy, there was none of that shit, and then the hipsters they came in droves. And then they disappeared, and now it's kind of we're left with sort of an amalgam of of losers and hipsters, and often they're the same thing. And there's still some cool guys left, and also with all the social media and all this stuff, there's all, there's the cool crowd, the 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 people who you know coolish hipsters any hoozles. The thing is, what my friend Steve said, he said, uh, you got to watch the edge again. That's that Anthony Hopkins, Alec Baldwin movie where they get lost in the woods and uh, Alec Baldwin has stolen Anthony Hopkins' wife or something like that, and uh, yet they get lost in the woods together and Anthony Hopkins knows how to survive and Alec Baldwin does not. And uh, so they're trying to rely on each other to get through it, and it's a great movie. It's a great movie, but the quote that my friend Steve directed me to was... uh, when when uh, uh, Alec Baldwin who was named Bob in the movie when he gets injured and uh and he he's th- he thinks he's going to die in the woods you know and uh Anthony Hopkins Sir Anthony Hopkins he says to him he says "Dad, do you know do you know what most people die of in the wilds, Bob? Do you know what they die of?" And he was like, "I don't know, like uh starvation?" Say, like, "No. Shame." They die of shame, Bob. Do you want to die of shame? How did I get? How did I get here? How could I have done this to myself? How could I have been so stupid? I, these, these aren't direct quotes, and it's not a great Anthony Hopkins impression, but it's not that bad. Come on, that's not that bad, right? Do people do an Anthony Hopkins? Everyone did. Everyone did the Silence of the Lambs. Oh, Clarice. Cladis uh, eat your liver with fava beans or whatever, but but he was doing a voice in that one. But his actual voice, there's not a ton of people doing an Anthony Hopkins. So I mean, come on, guys, don't look down on me if it's not perfect, because that's not bad. If you go, you can actually go on YouTube. My uh, Steve sent me a clip of like the best quotes from The Edge, and there's a lot of good fucking quotes from The Edge. And uh, what what of them is that? He says, they die of shame, Bob. They die. He's, I love how he says Bob like at the end of every sentence in the movie. It's just, are, are you going to lie down and die, Bob? Bob? So I just now, in my everyday life, is what I do. I just walk around calling people Bob in Sir Anthony Hopkins' voice. They die of shame. But that's the thing. What Steve was trying to impart to me is that, uh, fuck it, you know? That's the words right there of a philosophy professor. Fuck it. So, of course he said it much more eloquently than that, but that is the gist of it. Well, don't worry about other people. Don't have, have you can't have can't be bogged down by shame. You know, like that guy in this parking garage, clearly I'm not learning my lesson, you know? Because this guy in the parking garage, he just what what is it to me? So what? He lives in a building. Maybe I see him every fucking day. Whatever. If he ever bothers to ask, because, yeah, I do uh, record a podcast. But chances are he'll never ask. So he'll think I'm a weirdo. Who cares? Who cares? Imagine if I didn't do the podcast. Imagine if you guys weren't getting this great content. You know, and that's the thing is that I, I basically found a system that sort of works for me. As long as I hide when people walk by, I can get this podcast done. But you know what? I'm not going to die of shame, Bob. I will not. I'm going to go out to these open mics and humiliate myself. I will not do an Anthony Hopkins impression. I promise you that. Impressions are kind of... I don't know. They're sort of gone from comedy. You know, you, uh, there's times you can work them in. Guys like Dana Carvey are still doing them, I guess. But it's, it's a different generation. Nowadays, I don't know. It's not. Comedy it has a lot of rules that you don't expect. Like a lot of unwritten rules. Like uh, musical comedy. Oh, boy, stand-ups hate musical comedy. Like, if you get a guitar and you play songs, like, say, Adam Sandler, that's how he used to do stand-up. He used to get out and go, Oh, I'm Adam Sandler. And he would do his fucking, you know, Hanukkah, or whatever the hell he does. And uh, it, people, like, it, even though it would do well on stage, like, comedians go, Oh, that's not real comedy. Like, Carrot Top, Oh, prop comedy. Fuck that guy, it's not real comedy. I don't like that. I gotta tell you, if someone gets on stage... Standing there by themselves, or they bring up a prop, or they bring up a guitar, or they're a magician. You know what? If you're making people laugh every 30 seconds, you're fucking good for you. All right? Jesus, I don't know. Everyone's got to bug up their ass about everything. I just think, now, now if you were to say to me, is that stand-up comedy? Then I would go, well, no, that's not my definition of stand-up comedy. The words are the definition you stand up and you do comedy if you play music if you and, and sing funny songs then you, you're singing funny songs you're standing up when you do it maybe but i've seen people sit down so that doesn't that doesn't count although i've seen stand-up comics sit down on stage and i gotta tell you that bugs me a little bit i don't know like i mean listen if you need to sit down you know you've got a bummed leg you know you're in a wheelchair that's that's a different story don't you get me wrong, which might happen to me in the future. I'll get into that in a second. That was what I was. About, that was what I what had planned to get into because uh, I got to go see um, uh, the, the an injection. I got to get an injection tomorrow. I'll talk about it in a second. I'll just go back. I'm staying on this. I like this topic, so I'm going to stay on it for a second, uh, and then I'm going to forget everything else that I wanted to bring up later. But... Actually, I think I might be done. <laughs> Am I done with this topic? It's, uh... Yeah, no, I was gonna say, guys who sit down, there's something about it. It looks so fucking smug. I I don't know how else to describe it, but I've seen a couple of guys just sit down on stage and, like, it's so smug. One, now, once in a while, Jim Jeffries did it for effect at one, on one of his uh, uh, Netflix specials, or I don't know who, who aired it first. Maybe it was Netflix. And... That, sometimes it, it, it's really funny. But when you just, as a rule, you get up on stage and you grab the stool and you just hunker down. Guys, let's get real. I don't know. It just it bugs me. All right? I, I shouldn't be so judgmental. But uh, it, that's all I'm saying. It looks smug. I'll tell you, do you know who most famously sat down doing stand-up comedy for most of his career? Uh, Bill Cosby. Need I say more! Case closed I submit to you, the jury. Right? Bill Cosby. In case you don't know, he it turns out he's not that great of a guy. That's that's about the long and short of it, right? There's not nothing else to the story. I don't need to go into anything else. Dropping pills in ladies' drinks. Now I don't know, Bill. I know Bill. Bill, he's a long time listener of the podcast, I'm sure, and uh, listening to it from his home under house arrest. I don't. I don't. I actually am not really even following the fucking story. I don't know what it is. I just. I kind of wanted to tune that one out. It's like I didn't like Bill. I didn't hate Bill Cosby. I didn't love his stand up, but I. I I admired what he did, and uh, didn't like the sitting down. Just, you know, maybe it's some kind of indicator, right? Watch about, watch out for comics who sit down on stage. I didn't want, uh, uh, I just, but I liked the Cosby Show, and it was, it was really good, you know. And uh, but yeah, it turns out that uh, I won't be watching that in reruns anymore. Man, oh man. So anyway, on to my injection. Let's just go. Let's just go into that, shall we? I have a bone disorder. You guys know that. I got the dusty bones. All right. My bones are barely—they're held together with chewing gum. At this point, they're just that. It's, it's so. What I have to recap for our, even those of you who know what I'm talking about, I'll recap it for you. I have a phosphorus absorption problem, okay? I take in food, and I absorb some phosphorus, and then I piss out more other phosphorus. And you shouldn't do that. Basically, you should, if your blood doesn't have enough, enough phosphorus, the last thing you should do is shoot some into a toilet. It's like a, that signals there's a big problem. And so that problem, according to my, uh, I don't know what she is, endocrinologist, sure, let's go with that. According to my endocrinologist, it's it's a tumor. It's going to be, it's a a tumor somewhere in my body, muscle tissue or bone, and uh, it needs to be removed, as most tumors do. You know, the, the doctor doesn't usually say, you got that giant tumor? Good for you. It looks great. You know, just, you wear it well. Keep it up. Most times they want get, to get rid of those things. Now, I've been reading a little bit about it, which you should never do, but you need to. I got to be educated. I got to do what I can to help myself and to help my doctor, you know, because the more I read, Like they say, for instance, it's sometimes it's subcutaneous tumors right under the skin there. And I have like little lumps under my skin sometimes in in a couple of places. Yeah, that's right, everybody. I'm an Adonis. Just a fucking, (laughs) just a guy with brittle bones and lumps all under his skin. Gorgeous. You should see me with my shirt off. Wonderful. Now, you can't really notice them unless you're poking around. And hey, and who? What are you doing, poking around my skin? You know I need my personal space, guys. Back it up, unless you're the girls at my son's um, play date, and <laughs> I should clarify that the workers, the uh, of age in their twenties workers at the places we take my son for play dates, not other children. I'll get into those girls. Oh, this is sounding terrible. I was, but I will talk about those girls in a minute. Guys, look, it's high stress. All right, this is a high stress podcast because I got to go to the hospital tomorrow, so I'm a little out of sorts, and a lot of stuff has happened this week. We were see the other reason it's high stress is that my wife is going back to work in a couple of weeks and I have to take care of the baby all by myself. So my wife is taking me around to these places where I can take Sam so that he can spend some of his energy there instead of screaming into my face. And the places we go, the workers there are usually ladies in their early twenties who are in like a you're know, wearing Lululemon spandex pants. All right. It's I and I perhaps I will talk more about that, but first I got to talk about my impending doom, guys. I just wanted to clarify that in case people just were listening to that part and are like, Fuck this guy. He was just saying Bill Cosby is an asshole. Well, well, at least he's not a pedophile, right? So, not to clarify, not a pedophile. Not even a guy who really is interested in the 20-year-old girls. I'm still a man. I still recognize that they are viable options for a healthy adult male. Look, I digress. So I got to get an injection. So what this does is it's called an osteotide scan. So I get an injection, and uh, this blue dye, I don't know if it's blue, I'm going to, I'm going to say it's blue and it goes into my bones and it goes all through my bones. And then they do a, some kind of scan, an osteotide scan. And then areas where a tumor that is causing a problem might be should light up as the doctor says. And then they can go in and cut that fucking thing out. Just cut that out. And uh, I think, I'll, I was about to say I'd like to keep it, but I'm sure it'll be Gross. I'm sure it'll be gross. The thing is, it's very small, apparently. These tumors, one of the problems with the, this, this disorder I have, I should name it. I'll tell you what I got. It's, uh, it's called uh, tumor-induced osteomalacia. Not like Malaysia, the country, um, but Malaysia. M-A-L-A-C-I-A. Right? Yeah. And um, it's got T-I-O for short, and it has another couple of names. It's, it, but T-I-O. I like that. It's easy to say. T.O. Sounds festive. Hey, can you come out tonight? No, I got T.O. No, oh, is, that, is that like a, a cable box? No, that's my TiVo. I'm going to watch my TiVo because I got T.O. They don't actually call it T.O. They call it T.I.O. Tumor-induced osteomalacia. Now, the problem is, for me, is that I read about the surgery. Now, I thought, because they kept saying subcutaneous tumors, which means under the skin for you fucking idiots out there who don't know what subcutaneous is. See, this is why I can't stop swearing on the podcast. I find swears funny. I find them funny. So I thought it was going to be maybe like a, like a, day surgery. And by day surgery, I mean like a half hour, right? They'll go in and be like, oh, there's a, there's a stupid tumor under your right thigh, right, right there, right on top of the skin. Let me just get that up. Boom. There you go. Ready to go. Right as rain. See you later, buddy. Give me a smack on the ass. Send me back into the game. You know, that's what I thought was, was going to happen. But the thing is these, turns out these things can be deep. They can be deep in the muscle tissue and they can be attached to bone. And, uh, that becomes a bigger problem and I also read this, which is, you know, let's bring this up on a comedy podcast. Here we go. It's that, so the, the, the thing I read was it was about 40 case studies of the surgery and the results. And four of those cases, the tumor was malignant. Now, my doctor said it's almost always benign, and that is true. But four out of 40 is like 10%. If my math holds up, and malignant is the bad one for those of you who are fucking idiots. No, that's that's not fair. You guys. Look, I'm lashing out because I'm worried. Okay? I'm worried. I'm not that worried. But it's just that malignant is, you know, bad. And the four people who had the malignant tumor, they didn't die, but it was only a 12-month study. Uh, but two of them opted for the amputation. Yeah. So the other two were offered the amputation, but I think they, they tried to go with treatment because maybe their tumor wasn't as widespread. But uh, the two people who had amputation, now the good news is uh, that is they're cured. So the, the bad news is that they amputated something. So now, weirdly coincidentally... My father is missing his right leg. It's not that he like, he, knows, he knows where it is. They took it away. Uh, but it's, it's gone because he had bone cancer. And you're thinking, well, Mark, yeah, genetically, sure, he had bone cancer, got an amputation. You have bone cancer, may need an amputation. No, it's not the same cancer. I know you're thinking, you're wrong, Mark. Do more research. No, I know. He had... Something like Ostogena sarcoma. It's a very rare cancer. It's his cancer is rarer than my bone disorder, which is super rare. We're just a family. You know what? Evolution's trying to knock us out. Clearly, the Bennett clan is uh is not fit for this earth. The the world is trying to get rid of us, but science is keeping us in it. Woo! Big ups for science! Thanks, Darwin. And uh My dad, so when my dad was 19 years old, he got the old leg lopped off. And it was a good thing he did because he survived. That cancer, no, you're not supposed to survive. It has like a 99.8% fatality rate. It's something crazy like that. He was extraordinarily fortunate. And you guys, think how fortunate you are that he stayed alive because you get to hear my podcast. Now, I don't have that. Um... But it is kind of weird that one of the things that may occur from this particular thing, and, and a lot of times it's in the right leg or the right foot. So I, I could end up with the same like I would so people would look at my father and look at me. We both have, say, one leg and they'll be like, Well, those guys some father and son, they must have had the same cancer genetically speaking and then and then they they got their leg lopped off but no it would be two separate cancers that required an amputation from a father and son like i mean that's that's weird it's not don't get me wrong it's not worth it the story is not worth it to me and let me and let me uh not panic you guys i know you guys are thinking our hero maybe missing a limb or worse what if they can't what you know there are there are times when, when people uh don't get cured of this thing and you and, and I know I know guys that you need me in your lives you need a couple of podcasts a week coming out of this apartment building basement and they're going to keep happening like, I don't want, I want to assuage your fears, all right? I, uh, the, the, the odds are, the odds are quite good that this isn't going to be super bad. However, to say that there, this isn't without, I don't know, uh, not risk, but uh, worry. To say it's without worry is incorrect, um, man. But like I'll, I'll say, like when I first got told you have your bones are gone, um, the doctors all rightfully worried that I had like a bone cancer. They thought, oh shit, this guy's this guy's a goner, and uh, you could see it on their faces. Holy fuck, were they white? And no, um, oh, of course they were. They were white people. Like they weren't. They weren't black people who turned white. They were white people who got even whiter. And, um, and let me just clarify that I'm not saying that black people can't be doctors, okay? I just, my three doctors who I dealt with about this shit happened to be white, okay? And two of them were ladies. So I'm not saying that black ladies can't be doctors because they can, and they are. I just want to clarify that. But, uh, yeah, so tomorrow I get the injection into the bones, and then I go back the next day, and they do the scan. And then I was supposed to go to see my uh, endocrinologist, I'm going to call her, on Thursday. And uh, they said, uh, we may not have the results by Thursday, so they pushed that another week. So now i got to sit on that. For like nine days. Trying to find out whether or not she sees the tumor. And uh. Because that's the thing right. It's a small tumor. Most likely. Almost assuredly. Very small. So. If she doesn't see the tumor. Then that's not good either. You know. Like there's the. You could see the tumor. And then it could be like. Oh shit it's in a really bad spot. Or it's malignant. And those two things would be bad. Sure. But. Um, they are workable, probably. The the thing that might be the worst is not finding anything because there's it's probably there. It just means they couldn't find it because it's hard to find, which means more shit for me, more creaky bones, more fatigue, and, uh, you know, more chance for bad shit to happen. You know, I got, oh, man. Got the baby, right? And uh, and I'm not talking about death or anything like that. I'm just talking about just to get up and go. You know, babies require some energy, and they they're they're down on the floor. You know, they're not they're not big people, so you got to get down there with them. And I'm all creaky on the floor, you know. And the baby's like, "What is your fucking problem, dude?" So we just started playing, and now you got to get up. I'm like, "Yeah, I can't do it. I can't do it." And the wife is leaving. did I did I not mention that? I think I did. She is leaving to go back to work because somebody's got to support us. <laughs> you know? She, look, I make money, guys, but I'm a comedian, and it's out of the two of us, if one of us has to lose our job, it's got to be me. and i'm not and I don't have to lose it. Take care of the kid doesn't affect me that much. It keeps me from doing a few like longer. Shows like I'm not able to go out for a week or two if I wanted to take care of them. And you know what? Fuck it. Fuck the career. Now see that's the thing is you don't have to fuck the career. I can actually I can enhance my career. I can record another CD. I can go out to to the shows. I live in a in a nice comedy town. I live in Toronto, Toronto, Canada. You know, so I'm able to increase my uh, standing in the comedy community. I'm able to continue to be paid. I'm just, there's just a couple of limitations. You know, if I got a call from, uh, you know, uh, Conan O'Brien's like, hey, can you come work down here for, for three weeks? I, I That would be difficult. I would do it. Fuck my kid. Conan O'Brien just called. I would do it. No, but I mean, if, we probably would make arrangements. But what I'm saying is, you know, you can't. I can't just leave it the drop of a hat. If I am the primary caregiver... While my wife is at work, just being, being the man of the family, wearing the pants. No, that's old thinking. Guys, that was a test. Jesus Christ, you bunch of misogynistic assholes. Women can make tons of money. And a guy can make shit all. And that doesn't change the masculinity or femininity or, or, or social standing or anything. We're equals now. If you don't like that shit, you can, you go to Zerksikstan or somewhere where people don't fucking respect that. Zerksikstan is a terrible place to live, guys. It's just awful. You can't get any kind of uh, tumor surgery there. None. But that is, isn't that amazing? Like, look at that. Like, my dad shouldn't have made it. I shouldn't make it. I'm 39 years old, and I don't, like, this, there's no, how in Christ creation did they figure this out? Look at science. Like, when I was first, when I was first in finding out that, like, my, my bones weren't so good. I was like, okay, I'm gonna gonna eat the vegan diet. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna gonna exercise. I I was exercising and eating okay, but like I, I was like, I'm gonna dr- I'm gonna do everything and I'll cut out all dairy and all fucking and be a uh, Johnny vegan. And my my immune system's gonna fix me. And uh, of course, no, like I got a weird disease. It's weird, and um, doesn't matter how much kale you eat. If you're if you're leaking phosphorus, you're just nothing you can do about that. So the doctors doing tests and then coming up with this with this weird fucking thing. And um what I'll say this guys, guys I'm full of optimism. All right? Don't think that I'm I'm sitting here uh trying to try like being terrified. I'm I'm actually I think that uh she's going to find it. This, and she's gonna cut it out of me and and then my energy level apparently is gonna like go through the roof because it currently is awful the only thing I do in life is these podcasts now i do I do some shit but but it is it I do friggin poo, fatigue oh fatigue I think I mentioned this on another podcast before though but if they cut this out and my fatigue stays the same. I mean, uh that's gonna be trouble. Cause I've been using this as an excuse for quite some time. Anytime the wife gets on me, I'm like, you know what? You know, gets on the back, she's a she's trying to she's trying to badger me about something, you know? Like grow up being adult male, stuff like that. I'm always like, Yeah, you know, come on now. Got uh got that old uh Fatigue, disease, and the fatigue as well. Like, that's one of the reasons, uh, see, because I said on a few podcasts, uh, a few podcasts ago, I, I said, I can't call myself a vegan anymore. And this is, I'm going to explain. Once again, my disorder is my excuse. Now, what it is is that I was experiencing, and still am, uh, a, a great deal of fatigue. And I, and I go to the gym, and I'm trying, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to do what I can. I'm trying to do my part to keep myself together. So I go to the gym, but I find the more I go to the gym, uh, the worse I look. I just look like a bag of potatoes. I don't know what's going on. And people are always like, oh, you're getting a little bit older. Well, my friend Nick the bodybuilder is 40, and I'm 39. I'm sorry, Nick, if you don't want people to know your age, but you should want them to know because you should be proud of yourself. So Nick is 40. I'm 39. I look like potatoes. And he looks like a statue. That's a statue of John Wick with muscles. That's what he looks like. And Nick was saying to me when I was in the gym bitching, because that's what I do, guys. It's not like I just turn this podcast off and become a nice guy. I, I, I keep on bitching. You know, in fact, I just turn the microphone on for an hour and I, and I just continue my regular bitching. And so I'm 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 saying to Nick, look at me, buddy. And he's like, dude, I know you look terrible. No, Nick wouldn't say that, but he didn't refute it when I said it, which hurt. <laughs> no. So, but I'm saying to him, look, you know, fucking Jesus, right? And he was like, yeah, you know, you may want to eat some more animal protein. We you digest animal protein better. Now I don't know if that's true. It probably is. Um. But I I just assumed it was true. Because when someone who looks better than you says something, you go, that must be right. Especially when you're talking about a thing where you're like, aesthetically, I would like to do better at the gym. I would like to look better and feel better. And he looks better and feels better, from what I can gather, than me. I mean, he may not have my adorable face. No, but the rest of it. Although, apparently, he's pretty handsome. I don't know why I'm giving Nick so many compliments. I know he listens to his fucking podcast. It's just that, you know, a friend of mine, a uh, comedian friend of mine, when she saw a picture of him, she was like, oh my God, who's this? Who's this dirty pig? That's what she called That's That's uh, Deborah DiGiovanni, of course. Uh, that's the girl I picked up from the airport the other day. She's a really good friend of mine. She did my, I think, my ninth or tenth podcast. So go back and listen to that if you haven't heard it. Because Deborah's super funny. She's at Just for Laughs this year because, you know, She's there every year because they love her there. And why wouldn't they? Anyway, she called Nick a dirty pig. That's her, that's her, uh, uh, her phrase for guys she finds hot. Who's this dirty pig? And um, Nick's saying, like, you know, maybe eat the animal protein. Maybe. So I started eating not Greek yogurt, Icelandic yogurt. It's called Skyr, S K Y R. It has 20 grams of protein in a serving. Jesus, H, Christ, 20 grams of protein. And uh, eating eggs. You know so so basically i'm a, I'm a vegetarian, uh, but no you know we've been eating fish so we're uh we're episcopalians right <laughs> we're uh, we're the Pentecostals and uh we've been eating we've been eating some fish and 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 i've been getting some uh some eggs and some yogurt for the protein and I've also bought whey protein um but i got it from new zealand new zealand whey protein cuz in new zealand they treat their cows better they treat their cows better in new zealand that is true there's laws if you mistreat your cows you go to jail and they send farmers to fucking jail if those farmers don't treat their cows nicely and i like that it's a step in the right direction anyway so i get my my protein from uh uh new zealand it's called diesel diesel protein for you people out there go to supplements canada Dot .com order yourself some diesel if you want to weigh protein. Uh, and 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 you know what it's making a difference. I already look a bit better and I feel a bit better. But maybe it's all in my head, guys. I'm still I'm look, I'm doing what I can. I want to be as good to the environment as possible and as good to the animals as possible while not just literally falling apart. That's all. And some of the impetus for that came on when Sam, like we're trying to get him off the breast milk and the doctors are saying, so you have to switch to whole milk now. And they're like, but you're vegan, so how are we going to do that? And there's the soy milk and then there's controversy out there. And I'm sure all the studies are fucking sponsored by the dairy industry and all the other goddamn shit. But it is hard to find the truth about soy and, and it has phytoestrogens which aren't exactly estrogen but sort of act like estrogen and and look he Sam can grow up and do whatever the fuck he wants he can be he can be gay on Tuesdays which is a Debra D. Giovanni joke if he wants he can be he can he can do whatever he can be a transgender who 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 hangs out with with his lesbian life partner and and then they have they adopted a pile of kids from Rwanda I don't give a shit whatever he wants to do is fine. I will accept him for who he is. At least I think. Yeah, I can't say that for sure. It hasn't happened. And I, you don't know how you're gonna react to everything. But I, I I believe that I'll accept him for who he is. And um but I but what I don't want is for him to grow up upset, confused, uh feel like a even though he feels like a heterosexual man he has he has lady breasts because I gave him too much soy. You know, something like that. I don't want, I just, and I know that most people grow up on cow's milk, and most people are most people. And, um, you know, I know, how, how do I know? How do I know? What the best thing to do is, all I know is that the doctors are hesitant when it comes to giving them a lot of soy. Um, and little babies are affected by shit differently than, than adults, so... I just want to err on the side of caution. And uh, so that kind of started the train. And I was like, well, you know, if it's better for him, because you know, they, they did studies, uh, uh, babies who drink cow's milk are an inch taller. Did I talk about all this on another podcast? I probably did. Who gives a shit? So um, I started thinking about that and started thinking about how awful I feel. And, uh, and I know, listen, don't get me wrong. Most people feel much better on a vegan diet, but I am a I'm a bit of a special case where I am falling apart. So I'm gonna do whatever I can to try to have a bit of strength. Like muscle fatigue is another major problem. Muscle soreness, muscle fatigue. Um, you know, with this shit, you need your phosphorus, everybody. You need it. Don't take it for granted. You'll miss it when it's gone. But you, you know, you. Uh, I'm trying to stay. As sturdy as I can, and so that right now means vegetarian with a little fish, whatever it's called, the uh, Presbyterian. So that's it for the podcast. Uh, Let's—I don't think this was a downer, guys. I—I I think we had a good time. i mean, look look—I—I can't—I can't sugarcoat it. I'm going in for some some injections for some scans, looking for some tumors, and that all sounds pretty, you know, not wonderful. But look at the bright side, guys. You know, like, it's, it's the thing I have is usually, the, 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 the end result is usually really good. And what's more is, like, I didn't know I even had this fucking thing up until two years ago. And here I am walking around society dragging my feet. I even had a joke in stand-up, a short-lived joke about how um, I just want a doctor to tell me that you have hero's disease. That there's nothing wrong with you, but it requires a gargantuan effort on your part to do anything. So you just being, you just going to the bank, man, pat yourself on the back. You're a goddamn champ. And it turns out, I, you know, I have hero's disease but not not hero's disease cuz it's it's it is a thing like i wanted it to be nothing but this actually may work out better than i could have imagined in that like i said i didn't know for the doctor thinks i might have had this about 15 years or so so for 15 years i'm walking around dragging myself to the gym and and uh going to get a haircut and going jesus why why is it do i not want to get out of bed why do i and just but just thinking you're lazy you know, the I, I can't tell you the uh, how excited I am at the prospect that maybe I'm not as lazy as as previously thought. Like it's it's going to be a new world. I, my son's going to be like, who the fuck is this guy? Look at him buzzing around like a, like a goddamn hummingbird. Although, who knows? Maybe it'll be, yeah, no, it's going to be good. It's going to be good because I got to end this podcast now. I got to go upstairs, you know, hang out. You know, I got to I gotta drink some water. I got to take a laxative. That's right, everybody. Take a laxative. I don't know why you need that for the procedure. Like, I, I honestly don't know how that computes. Injecting a dye into your bones. Make sure you have a good shit. Okay. I don't know. Maybe when some people get an injection, they get all freaked out and they shit themselves. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Right? I don't know. So I will check in on you. Um... Soon, and I'll let you know. I mean, there's not much to know. I'm going to get an injection. They're going to do a scan. Uh, but I'm not going to know anything till next week. But still, still, I'll do a podcast. I'll talk about stuff, the experience, the whatnot. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, I appreciate it. And uh, I'll uh, talk to you soon, guys. Talk to you soon. And remember out there, don't die of shame. Okay, Bob? Don't I have shame. I said shut up. Good night. Bob